Patriots, and it's Monday, May 23rd in the year 2022. And what can I say? The world continues to fall farther away from sanity every single day. I have a piece I'm going to play tonight from Dan Crenshaw, who's got to be one of the most slimy individuals I think I've ever imagined. And just this sort of unbelievable... um, way of get, trying to avoid truth, and a lot of other things we'll take a look at here. Before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep, and that sleep is best found at MyPillow.com with some of the best deals going on right now, some amazing Memorial Day sale, sales and savings with up to 66% off on just about everything, so it's worth checking it out. And in addition to that, they have the buy one, get one free sale that's going on, which is incredible. And then of course, the normal great savings, including $90 off on a pair of my slippers. Here's a brief message from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love my Giza Dream sheets. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. All the pillow products that you can't possibly live without, especially once you start using them. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation's landing page. And the number you call if you want to speak to a real person is 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939. Use your promo code Bards there as well. They'll get you hooked up. You can use that promo code anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, and the MyStore site. Again, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. So let me play this piece here from our favorite, it's it's just a scumbag, man. It's the, our favorite scumbag, Dan, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, so take a listen to this. There were a lot of subjects that touched the Great Reset, or at least the philosophy of the Great Reset. Yeah, I, I just don't know much about it. Okay. Like, and I don't. I don't care either. I, it, you know, it, I, I think we're obsessing over it on the right a little bit. And look, I, I have been to the website and I saw, okay, this is, okay, this is why people are saying that. Cause I did look into that. Okay. okay. They say something about a great reset. I don't look into it any more than that. Look, it's, it's a bunch of people. It, it's a, it's an organization that has no real power. I mean, it yeah. sort of, it, it sort of indicates that there's like a secret, you know, power cabal under yeah. it all. Yeah. And it's not so secret. It's just the Democrat Party. So, like, again, like, I, I just want us to like take a step back. Like, it's not the, it's not a conspiracy. It's a, it is a political platform. Sure. But just like just you know, we we sound a little crazy. <laughs> we actually don't sound crazy when we talk about it because it is a published book. And global politics is way deeper than just the Democratic Party. Yeah, Dan Crenshaw, scumbag, and that's literally. That's literally what we're dealing with here is these people are slimy all over the place and there's no way of holding them accountable because they've already committed themselves to that bargain deal with the devil, quite frankly. And that's something we're just going to have to constantly keep before us because as we move forward here, resetting this nation back to a foundation with our faith underneath us and that wonderful love in Christ and all that we do is going to be met with a lot of resistance as we should all expect and not be surprised at. This is a time right now. I mean, listen to this piece. I played this earlier today. Listen to this piece by AOC, our favorite, and here's her 
lecturing people on moral codes. For people who say, oh, but you're, you know, you're, you're harming a life. I believe this is life. Well, some religions don't. So how about that? Our Jewish brothers and, and sisters, they are able to have an abortion according to their faith. You know, there are so many faiths that do not have the same definition of life as fundamentalist Christians. And so we, how, what about their rights? What about their right to exercise their faith? It's ridiculous. And it is, it's, it is theocratic. It's authoritarian. It is wrong. <laughs> She's such a piece of work. I'll tell you. I, I, I swear, I mean, I'm telling you, I've said you this before, and I'm dead serious. I'd be like, Father, yes, God, can I be that guy at the elevator? Sure. <laughs> How long do you want to stay there? Oh, just a few days, but give me a pair of steel toe boots. And I'm going to kick their tail right down into that shaft. I swear. She is just a piece of work. So let's get an update on what's going on from our favorite, our favorite evil character right out of like a James Bond villain show, Klaus Schwab. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented initiatives to make progress related to specific issues on the global agenda. I find this speech very interesting. And the first premise I come from, keep in mind that looking at speech and dialogue is something I've done for a long time for, a very, for other reasons than just news. But this is a very interesting speech because the question you have to ask is, why is he telling the great global elites that they have to act like stakeholders and essentially learn to work together. What this is telling me is that the, and he's also pitching this idea that they are, they can do this as long as they work together. This is a dispute. This is a speech of somebody who is now getting his butt handed to him, to be honest with you. And it's a really important speech to listen to because remember these elites all are arrogant massively so they've they've spit in the face of god they think that they're gods themselves and they have taken their worship with satan or whatever form that takes in their various ritualistic hell-bent sun worship garbage and this egomaniac is here trying to tell these people how to behave and reassure them that they can do this if they only come together. This is a really insightful piece because it definitely shows fractures in their armor. And it's important to remember that because they aren't so strong. There is a general agenda that they're trying to pitch and manipulate. But the only way that that works is if people comply. And unfortunately... There is a myth that the media keeps putting out here that those that are complying outnumber those that are defying. And that's just not true. Now, there's plenty of people, don't mark, you know, mark my word, as we all know, there's plenty of people that on round one of the vax put their head up their butt and took the vax. There's less people on round two that took the vax and even less on round three in the boosters. That mass of... Dumb still walks out here. 
and AOC speaks to a lot of them. But in knowing also how much of this environment that we're in is created by bots, it's important to remember that, that AOC's numbers are likely 80% bots. And when the media shows you something in terms of a complete and t- total reaction to something, pay attention very closely to the camera angles. You can make a crowd. If you haven't done this, try this sometimes. This is a good exercise. Go out into a crowd, a mixed crowd of people. Take your camera and pay attention to your to your focal length, which is how close you are to the subject. And play around with this a little bit. And take pictures, or at least frame pictures, and see how you can make a handful of people look like a big crowd. There's an art in it, and it's what every photojournalist knows how to do. Because you can make an event look like a lot of people. So the reason I bring this up, if if you have been paying attention to how the Supreme Court protests have been going, you'll hear the numbers hundreds, hundreds of people showed up. And if you look closely, you convince yourself because we're told that we can't tell numbers. We're told this all the time. You have to count. Nobody can look at something and know the actual numbers, which is actually proven wrong. Your brain has the capacity to look at a group of things and know the number almost instantly if you train it. And what you're going to see is maybe 75 people at the Supreme Court protest. Maybe there was 100 at some point. And then when you have to separate out those that were pro and those who were against. But all the camera angles have been designed to step into the concentration of crowds, which is what they did. And when you look at the protests that were happening over the weekend or again, yeah, whatever that was they were doing, protesting pro-life or no, protesting pro-murder, pro-choice and pro-murder, they did the same thing. But they tell you what to think and then they show you a picture of somebody who's managed to get at a right angle to look like a lot of bodies and that writes your reality. And this is the game that's constantly going on with the visual media support and the narrative that they give. And unfortunately, unless we're aware of it, we write that story and then we tell ourselves, well, oh my goodness, we're we're not winning. And then as we don't win and we realize we're overwhelmed, what what are we actually doing when we're doing that? We're committing a massive sin. And I mean that because the minute that we do that, we're denying that God's got this. And he's, we're also denying what he's asked us to do, which is fear not and do our job. We're being manipulated at a level that most people aren't aware of. The PSYOP war, literally the world is a stage. When you take a look around at what's really happening around the world, we haven't seen a single bit of footage, or at least very few pieces of it, that are from the actual combat in Ukraine. We have seen green screen and deep fakes that have been coming out of the CIA labs on the East Coast. We haven't seen a press briefing that's real because they've all been at a facility that was built for Joe Biden. Why was it built? Because it's not on the White House lawn. We see congressmen, but we haven't seen the whole Congress. And we haven't seen inside Congress for real. We haven't seen anybody literally walk from outside to inside. We keep seeing down hallways. Great, a great scene that you need to ask a question about. Project Veritas did the, a, a, a promo for one of his pieces about two or three months ago. And he was walking in the hallways of Congress. What, there wasn't a security guard there, and there wasn't anybody else walking in the hallways. How is that possible if the Capitol people that went into the, went into the Capitol ended up being arrested for walking through there freely? Not enough questions. And we need to be asking the questions because all of what we're getting at right now is we're trying to break the control of the perception of reality. And it's essential to keep rooted in faith, but 
we have to be able to see through what we're seeing. And when we do that and we're seeing through what we're seeing, our faith gets even stronger. It's part of what's happening in our head. And this gets down to that connection with God is when we're, when we're confusing that and getting that all tangled up with our own anxieties and fears, our worries, our frustrations, our anger, we're not having a pure relationship. It's a tether that's getting messed up. I mean, think about it like a child. And the child's angry about something. And you're trying to talk to them. Are they hearing you? The answer is no. They're not hearing you clearly. They're hearing what they want to hear. They're selective hearing. and You know that. Child's angry. Maybe he's angry at a friend. Maybe he's angry at you. Maybe the, maybe he's angry, he or she. Maybe they're angry at dad or mom, whatever, or the, maybe the dog didn't treat them right, whatever. They're having one of those days. Maybe the, the, the toy didn't go right. And so you're trying to talk to them, but they're focused on the problem or the issue that's emotional to them. And you're trying to talk to them to give them wisdom as a parent, hopefully console them maybe. And at those moments, they're not listening. They're just focused on what that is. What's the difference between us and God? The answer is none. It's exactly where we end up being. And the media is so focused on creating the noise that we can get distracted with that we are so wonderful at listening to the media and totally walking into it. And so we even tell ourselves our own stories. Oh, it's been a bad day. Oh, this is so miserable. Oh, they're going to win. Oh, my heart is just heavy with all this. Damn. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, what's wrong with us? Because we've already been told something that we seem to keep forgetting. It's the verse I keep playing over and over like a broken record. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. That also means we have authority over ourselves and our dumb emotions. We are the biggest problem. We are writing these stories and giving these people power. We haven't seen a single stormtrooper at our door yet. We haven't seen UN trucks running down the streets. We've got we've been given all the forerunning of this of what we need to do. God's giving us time. You're hearing them say there's going to be food shortages. Maybe there will, maybe there won't be. It looks pretty serious like there will be. But we're being given time. It's almost like We're given the dreams of Joseph, but instead of being dreams, they're in and around us all day long. And yet somehow we just can't understand that God's giving us everything we need to be comfortable and to be secure. Trust in me. Trust in me. Fear not. Trust in me. Fear not. Trust in me. But we don't hear that because what we want to hear instead is the World Economic Forum is going to steal our life. They're going to take all my money. They're going to... My, 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 my life is falling apart. The country I loved isn't going to be here anymore. I need to get my guns because they're going to be coming knocking at my door. <sighs> monkey vi- monkeypox. It's the latest one. They're going to mandate vax and I'm going to be locked up again. You see? Whole lot of drama. Whole lot of drama. And unless we are going to truly trust in God, and we're going to keep getting in that trap. You know, I told the story yesterday. I'll tell it again just briefly because I fixed it. That's why well, I shouldn't say I fixed it. God led me to it. But I spent literally all weekend working on my Jeep. And that meant 
you know, part of the day running around getting parts and getting some stuff. I had to put in a new starter. I put it in a new alternator. And there were a couple issues to deal with on top of that. So I got it all done. Through the weekend, I got it all done. And last night, yesterday, I fixed it all, got the new alternator, new belt on, all that, new serpentine belt. Turned it over, didn't start. Didn't even click. And I, all I could do was kind of laugh. I mean, it was, I was tired. You know, just laugh. It's like, all right, Lord, what's the surprise in this one? And a lot of it is, it's just life. I think a lot of us in this world, a lot of people, and say us, but a lot of people in this world really expect life to be easy. And I think they just expect life to not have a lot of bumps and they just want to be happy and go along things. Well, guess what? Life sucks sometimes. And it's not because the devil's hitting you and it's not because God's rebuking you. It's because life sucks sometimes. The question is, what is the path that we're going to take to overcome that? And if we're going to choose that walk with Christ, then it's a powerful walk of just appreciating everything that God gives us and serves up to us. Because life is here, and it's part of our experience. If this entire thing was supposed to be easy, we wouldn't have needed Christ. And we just would have been like, okay, people, just go on down there. I'm going to give you a chair, and I'm going to give you a lemonade stand. And... All you're going to do is just sip lemonade and sell some lemonade. It doesn't matter how much you do. And that's going to be your life and everything's going to be okay. And I've got a nice cushy bed for you. And I'll give you a foot massage every morning. And you'll eat three square meals a day. And that's it. Don't worry about it. Because when it's all over, you'll come back up here and we're all good. I mean, that that's there, there's a framing of the way people see the world that they want it that easy. And I run into it too often to say that it's any other way. So in the midst of this craziness, people, there's many people that are still seeking, we got to get back to the old way. Oh, good. No more masks. Oh, good. I've got my vax. I'm safe. Now I can go back to being normal. There was never any normal. We told that story to ourselves. And they reinforced it. And we listened. And we believed. And we bought that line of BS right up front. Life is always a challenge. Life is always a climb. Life is always a strive to do something greater. And as we climb, it gets tougher. I don't know if you've ever rock climbed, particularly if you've ever climbed without ropes. It's kind of a ex cool experience, actually. Because you know if you slip, you're going to fall and kill yourself. Small little things like that. But you just don't slip. And you just learn to climb. And you learn to trust. And that's it. You know, I've studied, I'm not, a, I'm not an X Games type guy, meaning it's not stuff I've done. But I've really studied a lot of what these guys are doing or those guys that are now doing parkour, which is an amazing athletic, acrobatic art. Guys that do mountain biking. I mountain bike, but not like the pros. All these things, if you start to look at the extreme sports of this, the stuff that they're doing is beyond the limit of what we're told we can do. And I will guarantee you when you when people that are framed by this world look at that what they see is oh, my goodness this he, imagine if he slips what he'll do to himself uh-huh except he doesn't or she they don't because that's not on their mind failure is not before them the perfection of the motion is what they're focused on and that's just it what are you trying to perfect? What are, what are each of us trying to perfect is the question we should be asking every day.
And every single day we should be striving to perfect something for the Lord, not for us, but for the Lord. And that perfection, as it grows, it's infectious because it touches everything in our lives. And all of this noise out here, noise and confusion, it's just noise and confusion. The media is masterful at taking what our pure relationship relationship thoughts with Father, which we have when we're born. And if you've noticed over the years, they've gone younger and younger and younger because they need to corrupt the youth. And what they're really doing at the corruption of the youth is they're trying to create this confusion within the heart and within the soul. And that disrupts that purity of that relationship with God. That's not just my opinion. I can lay out an argument, which maybe I will, of the science behind all that and what it's doing to people by creating personalized attacks, why it's important to get kids to start having to worry about their gender, why it's important for kids to be told that there's a superior race which isn't white. It's the new rising of the black race because the white race is a privileged class. Why it's important to tell kids that the solution doesn't matter. This is common core. But what matters is the process. Why it's important to separate the child from the parents. All these things go into ultimately a very simple attack. I mean, simple intent of the attack, which is to disrupt the perfection of relationship that they have with the Lord. Because children are born with perfection in the relationship with the Lord. We screw it up when we get older. And that tells me that the concern that the deep state has, these people, these evil folks, they have a deep concern of whatever is happening to our youth that somehow if they don't get to the youth soon, that they're going to be stuck with a major problem, a deep awakening in the relationship of God in their lives, which we're seeing in Generation Z, by the way. And that then falls to us. Why are we limiting ourselves? Here's one for you. Average age is now, I think it's 78 years old. It was was 82. I think it's fallen back to 78. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're only going to live to 78? Because that's what they're doing to you. They're telling you when you're going to die. They're programming you. And then they're telling you about all the rises of cancers and heart attacks. And they're programming you. Because we will write our story. And the worst part about it is, it, is it ties right in with John 14, 12, but in a most devious way. John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. That profound power that we are given and blessed with with Christ, when we cease to focus on him and we start focusing on ourselves and our failures, what do you think is going to happen? We're going to chew ourselves up. You might as well. It's just like turning a shotgun on yourself. We are literally God's children. We're royal blood. And it stuns me when I, and it, it's disheartening at times. I will say this when you walk around and you see so many people capitulating to these two bit puppets that are speaking from some far distance and telling you what you have to do and what you have to obey. You know, anybody right now that's out here saying, oh my goodness, the the lockdowns are coming again. You just want to shake and go, knock it off. No, they're not. Only if you comply. Yeah, but they said so. Who's they? Did God speak to you? Because the last time I checked with God, he didn't say anything about masks or injections. Matter of fact, it had something else to do with like sovereignty and liberty. We're obsessed about the voting right now. It's a distraction. And I mean this, truly. What are we voting for when we vote? We're voting for someone to rule over me? I'm done. I don't want anybody to rule over me because they've already proven they can't. Dan Crenshaw, supposed to be Navy SEAL, one eye. I'm not even sure he has one eye. A lion scumbag. That's what we're voting for. There's no integrity left in the system 
of people that want to rule over others. And that's what it is because that's the problem. This country was never designed so they would rule over us. They were des- it was designed so that they would manage the affairs of state at the will of the people and all of us were subordinate to God. I'm not looking up to any politician. Unfortunately, they all want us to look up to them. And that goes by virtual, by everything. Even the way they do their rallies. We're always supposed to look up at them like, mm not happening. If we're going to get back to being truly that trust in God, then let's walk like it. Let's be like it. Shut off the noise. And when I say shut off the noise, it doesn't mean don't listen to it. I find, well, you don't have to. I find it entertaining. But I, you know, it's the, the point is that there's a reality we're looking at, you have to be aware of. It would be like Joseph being told in his dreams, it's like, no, I'm sorry, um, I, I have dreams, but I can't share them with you, even though I know you're all going to starve. No, he did action on them, but he understood them. And I, I'm misquoting because it's actually he was interpreting the dreams of the Pharaoh. But here we go. And that's a, an important point in all of this is we're here to stabilize and to ensure that there's a foundation of rock of faith that people can count on. And whatever this noise is in the media, it is. Whatever Klaus Schwab, the evil villain, the James Bond villain that's come to life, wants to say, let him. And these people pontificate about all sorts of garbage, about how we need to take away their rights, the plebes, these little slaves that are out here. They don't have the courage to walk around people. They've, they've hired a whole army of WEF police with guns to protect them, at least to make it look like they're going to protect them. An entire world system is corrupted beyond any imagination. And the one thing in this world that is not corrupted, it's perfect. If we seek it, is our relationship with Father. And it's perfect in our walk with Christ. We have it. It's been given to us. All we have to do is listen And the wisdom's there. And we can have that conversation. And we can have the conversations of even learning and questioning because that's what we're supposed to be doing. But in this very well-engineered propaganda state that we're in, they don't want you ever to rest, ever to sleep, ever to have a moment of peace between the frequencies and between the noise of their voice and between the fear that they're going to put upon you and the graphics that they create for the screens and the overwhelming nature of everything around us. That's what they want you to be concerned about. And it's, I want you to hear this piece. It's a good one. There's a little blank spot in between his, because he's showing a visual, but I want you to hear this. And I think it, gets right to this point you know i'm really sick of this world i'm out with my daughter by the way my youngest daughter tia we're at the mall just take a wild guess what we gotta constantly run into all the time look at this sign says says look at this man look at this plastered all over the store route 21 hashtag say Say gay. gay now mind you these are a bunch of kids teenagers i just don't understand the constant promotion of sexuality for children, preteens. But we, we understand how Satan works, y'all. We know Satan wants the youth. He wants the next generation. And it's sad that I gotta be with my child, my baby, right? This is just crazy. Say gay. <laughs> y'all know they probably gonna ban me after this, but oh well. This is a fallen world we live in. Love is love. Love wins. Say gay loud and clear. But it's us Christians that shove our beliefs down people's throats. Exactly. It's a fallen world. It's a world built by a corrupt criminal cabal. 
And right now, it's like everyone is trying to find a vote to solve it. They're all, everyone's trying to find a solution to it. The solutions begin with us, and they begin with our relationship with Father. And it means digging in to what we have within our grasp. But when we shut off all this other garbage, they don't have any power. If there's one thing everybody should have learned, I would hope, over the last two years. It's the government's broken and didn't do anything other than threaten you. And we as people went along pretty well without their help or out without their presence. It's been kind of nice, in fact. The absence of leaders. But there is such a desire for idolatries. People want to know. I think we're programmed, in fact, to seek out somebody to try to rule over us. I, I don't, but I think many do. And so they cling on to the vote. They cling on to the idols. They cling on to the fear of what idols can do to them. It's a choice. And we have the authority to just shut it off. I'll tell you, the biggest fear that they have is the day that people don't show up to vote and don't believe in the system and finally say, yeah, we're done. See you. Have a nice day. Because when that happens, it's not about one party or the other. They're both the same party. They literally get the message that we're done. And that's a statement because we've already chosen our path. Our path with Jesus. And we don't need you. And when they hear that, that will be the day that the true beast will show its face. And that's okay. Because there's an army of Davids ready to greet it. It's pretty simple. Walk with God. Walk with Jesus. All this other stuff, it's their system, not ours. We need to be building ours. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this evening very humbled, grateful, and just humbled by all that you've given us with the eyes to see and ears to hear. We're in a time right now that those in power just keep baiting things along and keep drawing people in and trying to draw people along the path, all the while trying to keep us distracted from the most important thing in everything we do, Father, and that's our relationship with you and with Jesus. Forgive us for our times that we stumble here because we do a good job when we stumble. We make up stories. We tell ourselves we have to have this or that, that nothing will work unless we do this or that. We convince ourselves that unless we, unless we vote for something or unless we buy something or unless we do something, the whole world will fall apart. They'll take it all. They'll roll us up. And not, but seldom do we hear the words. If we just trust in you and walk with you, Father, Everything will be fine. Obey what you need us to do and execute as you just direct us to execute. But we don't think that way enough. Forgive us. Because this is a time right now, Father, when we, above all, as you try to tell us all the time, we need to be trusting in you more than we ever have and putting our trust in you fully, not in this broken system. this corrupt cabal that runs a global network of exploitation that we keep turning to to somehow try to fix itself. There's a comedy just in saying those words. What would it be a world, Father, if we all just stopped, walked away from the stupid, refused to participate, and just walked with you? So for whoever wants to join, that's my prayer tonight, Father. That we just turn our eyes on Christ and turn our eyes towards you and let it all fall down. Who cares? You'll help us pick up the pieces, whatever's there. 
But we have to strip away this power somehow. And the sword of the Spirit leads us to understand that the mightiness of what that represents can shake whole nations if only we will trust in you. Guide us in these days. Bless us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I guarantee that not everyone's going to like that message tonight. And I can guarantee you in response to that statement that I don't care. Because the truth of it is that if we would stop playing their game, this thing would stop going round and round like a merry-go-round. Obviously, the first round of injections went well enough that they now can do it again. And they believe they can do it again because there's enough people that are going to run towards it and enough people that are going to roll up their sleeve and enough people are going to put on the face gag. They're already starting. They're telling you that in the fall, they already know for some reason, amazingly, that we're all going to have to be masking indoors in the fall. Isn't that incredible? These people must have like a Palantir ball or something, a future-telling ball like they had in Lord of the Rings. They can see it. They already know that monkeypox is going crazy. With five cases, they already know that it's a global pandemic or whatever it is, 100 cases. It's a global pandemic. It's apparently not a global pandemic if you get a cold. It's apparently not a global pandemic if you get bitten by a snake. But it is with monkeypox. And they are trying to gin up all this idea of how much control they have in the world because they want people to believe it. And even if they fear it, they, they know that even through fear they can control people. That's the whole game here. And there's some real issues to be concerned about. Don't get me wrong. But what I, my point of this whole thing is the people that are moving the strings of power are not the ones you're ever going to vote for anyway. And the point is that we have to make a decision as people of where we want to walk. You take a mass of people, like 200 million of them, that say, ah, we're done playing, see ya. We're going to do our own thing. They don't have any control. They lose that control. And once they lose that control, they can't get it back. They're on the cusp of it right now. And that doesn't mean us fighting each other. It means us together. This whole thing, do you realize how quickly this could end if you had 200 million people just say, I'm done playing, see you, bye. Not going to go to work today. You're not going to evict me from my house if I don't pay my mortgage. I'm not going to pay my taxes. We're all going to work together and start building up our own businesses and our own commerce. And, and I'm going to hear as well the voices that say, that's naive. It's not naive because guess what? Our founding fathers did it. And that's how they won, ultimately. Is they just stopped playing the game with the Brits, with the United Kingdom. They told the king to go pound sand. Add the fire and fury of God to that. You have an incredible earthquake. And where one begins, it will grow wildly across this globe. This war is not hard to win in, in the strategy. It's hard to win in the belief. Because we have to believe that we can and we have to trust in God as we do. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers right now are needed for us to get ourselves deeper as a nation, closer to God and to repent and to trust in him. God is with us and he'll never forsake us. He's always there. And in the end, he will win, but we're here in this time, in this place, for a reason. We need to walk with Christ fearlessly, occupy the land, and expand the kingdom. Mission forward, patriots. I'll see you tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove. 